Mr. Beards of Blue Ridge, episode 71. We've been on vacation. Yeah, we've been on vacation. Long vacation. Just from podcasting. Yeah. If we, y'all could see Marcos' shirt right now, you would. Super bright. You would whistle, uh, do confetti. Probably maybe shoot some guns in there. I don't even need <laughs> caffeine. Just looking at it, I feel charged up. Man. You feel fired up? Yeah. You should. Makes me want to lasso something. This it does. This makes this belongs in the southwest. I feel like sure. it's a reflective of like if you went and saw the Aztec pyramids. It kind of is. It's one of the street salespeople there. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. It's funny, I, this morning he had it buttoned all the way up. He came up here, I said, what happened? He said, I'm just trying to relax. For I'm so, I'm searching for numbers down there. It's oh. it's a Salesforce thing. Right. I have to have it straight every... Anyway, you don't want me to get... How's everybody doing? It's been a while. Good, yeah. Did you go to a party this weekend? Um, no, he's been working no. a lot on his positive mindset. I did. I I finished half of uh, Norman Peel's book, uh, The Power of Positive Thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through. Um, but I was sitting outside watching my daughter play in our little cul-de-sac, and it was awesome. And then I would just play it. It's great. What's the book about? What's, I mean, what's it's about the, a lot of stuff. Base? I mean, what's the, <laughs> give, me the, the, give me the Cliff Notes version. The, the Cliff Notes were so far that, or my interpretation of it is, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic. It's it's really about positive thinking, but it's all it's it it tends to be rooted in biblical biblical stuff. You know? So, but it's but he he just makes a a very persuasive argument for always trying to find the the bright side of a situation, and or always thinking positively about whatever you're going through or wherever you're at. And so it's pretty cool. How do you get that from? <laughs> you're lucky she doesn't listen to this podcast no it's it's a run it's a joke where i'm i'm a half glass full she's a half glass empty but we balance each other out but lately the two though i'm i'm curious about it too because man my self-talk's been brutal for like weeks well he's he's bigger than that and then a bunch of the guys that i've been listening to in the morning are are kind of they all mentioned his book mm-hmm. So it's a bit's kind of been on my list of things to look at. Have you read it? You know, of course he's read it. He read it like, <laughs> well, I mean, notes yeah, he's like, let me break let out me. my old cliff notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he's finished it already. Well, what what I know about it and the gist of, <clears throat> if you could sum it up in a have you read it, Tom? Con, yeah, three, yeah, three times. Of course, yeah, um, at least three times. You don't have to work to think negatively. Right. So the it's it's a level of awareness that you have to have and, and come into, if you will, to be able to, to consistently think on a positive level until that becomes the habit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, at the end of the day I think it comes down to we get stuck in these traps of negative thinking and then that's an automatic program that just runs for us no matter what we're doing we don't even know what's happening you right. know what i mean and mm-hmm. I, what he's trying to more or less say is there has to become a level of awareness that one you obviously got to recognize and admit that you you think in a negative pattern and then you got to start to purposefully shift that you know mm-hmm. um so it's it's yeah. not an easy 
it's it's an easy concept. It's not something that's easy to carry out because you get in the habitual routine of putting the same leg in your pants every you know every single day, and you don't even think about it. So now your thoughts, it, you know, we're hardwired automatically to to survive. So we think in context of a defense. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like you know you go out in the city of Atlanta. Most people probably aren't looking at uh, let me think positive and ways i can you know this and that and not but it's more on defense alert watching you know paying attention all that kind of stuff so you know it's uh and then you you attach all the disease or disease with the habitual ways we think and if they're negative it's insane how far down the rabbit hole you can go with some of this you know and he was he was um He's one of those cats that was with all those other guys that did, um, uh, you know, the money. What was it called? Kind of losing it this morning, but the, about thinking grow rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he Norman Peel was he was part of that whole crew. Mm-hmm. You know, he mentored some of those cats um, yeah. that got all into that too. So. I think a lot of like motivational speakers, a lot of them have they kind of start with his stuff. Right, probably safe to say. It kind of sounds like is it John Gordon? He's got all the the little small. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like the the bus, the bus one, the carpenter yeah. one. Yeah, those are actually yeah. good good books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds like with the positive thinking, there's multiple ways, obviously, but like being intentional about being kind to people, finding people to do kind things for. Tends yeah, to well, help. Uh, yeah, and he does, I mean, it's the, the action's very different. It's it's all linked to manifestation, right? So it's the action's very different than the thought process, you know, because you can go out and do something kind for somebody all the while thinking negatively. Right? Yeah. Well, and believing that, like, you're, like, for me, it's easier to be kind if I believe that everything's going to be okay. Because mm-hmm. some of it is the belief that, like, you're going to, like, you're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. If I think like that, then it's e- easier for me to be compassionate and other centered. When I'm caught up in me right. and my feelings and negativity, it's a lot harder for me to be be, be kind. It's like work because I don't right. want to be kind. I want to be selfish. I want to like explain why whatever's happening, I don't deserve it or whatever it is. So I think like the if I habitually believed more often that like my higher power has everything covered that God's got it. Everything's going to be fine. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I I wouldn't be, you know, I I would wear the, the world as a loose robe, right? Like I would just be, right. It would be easier to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. So I think to me, that's how I would associate compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of this is about like, just, you can, uh, I was listening to another talk he did this morning and he said that the, one of his friends and their house got burned down in a fire in California, he you know, some canyon out there many years ago or whatever, because it sounded like this talk was in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And he said that his friend was, he called his friend to go, are you okay? <clears throat> and his friend said, what do you mean? He's like, he said, I heard your house burned down. Are you all right? And he said, why don't you call me with real problems? He was like, what do you mean? He was like, he's like, my wife's fine. My kids are okay. The house is whatever. He was like, you should call me when I have ever have a real issues. This isn't one of them. And he kind of hung up the phone with his friend and was like, what? Yeah. You know, and it, it added to this kind of idea that like, 
what's a real issue, you know, believing everything's going to be okay, you know? So right. I don't know. I just like to think I like, I want to be more like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be less caught up in those kind of things and more caught up in what really matters. Mm -hmm. My family, friends, you know, enjoying what I do. Well, and at the end of the day, when you, <clears throat> I think when you can get to that, that level, because a lot of these cats that go into this, I even Wayne Dyer, um, all those guys are super spiritually connected you know what i mean so i think the the end run of it all is the closer you get to god through these types of techniques the deeper of a relationship and then you you, you don't even it's kind of like being in the zone in a you know as a sport or an athlete you know you don't even have to think about it it just starts to flow that's good stuff i'm gonna have to check it out yeah it's been great so when my, I was just watching my, my daughter sitting in the sun, listening to us. It was awesome. What's it Loved called? It. Positive thinking? Yeah. The power of positive thinking. I think it's Vincent Norman Peale. Yeah. Norman, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It's been really cool. No, it's, I mean, it, it, Wayne Dyer hits on it, too, all the time about if, if you sit around and think about what you don't have, you will get more of what you don't have. You know what I mean? It's it's very rarely a, a motivator to sit around and think about what you don't have. You know, it, and, and there's a big difference between, um, and he talks about it, sitting around and thinking about what you want your life to be like versus envying what other people have. You know, because people can sometimes take it that way and look at other people's life and say, well, that's what I want, and it becomes envy versus um that that positive thinking of hey this is the type of person i'm going to show up as become be yeah. you know and then then the things start to flow well yeah and i think it, and even if it didn't say like it didn't flow that way but if i thought like that i would be still excited about what i'm doing i would still be positive and i wouldn't be just hung up on where everybody else is compared to where I am, you know? Well, and I mean, <clears throat> you know, I get into it and it's so, it's so crazy how the people use their circumstance to determine <clears throat> how they would end up feeling about it. Right. But you, you got like my uncle had some kind of crazy cancer back in the day that was super rare, said that he, he probably wouldn't beat it. If he did, he'd lose a leg, all that. He didn't, he, he lived, lived through it, didn't lose a leg, all that. Well, now this he's got other cancer that's came back, right? So he's got – he d does this blog and talks about just his gratitude for life and how God allowed him to live through that first experience and all the years he's had since, you know, and, and kind of just sees it. But then we have a friend that's um, going through – and again, she, she had cancer and she's young, 30 in her mid thirties. Now she's got two different forms of cancer and she's right. just angry, you know what I mean? And just mad. And, and the question is, it's like, does one way of thinking or the other promote healing, you know? Cause if you really get down to it, the, the anger probably stems out of a lot of fear and that's all right. it is. But the lack of a recognition of the fear and then a shift in, Hey, I can be afraid yet positive. You right. know what I mean? And I just think in many ways, the, the power of the mind and the way we think 
can can create dis-ease or or a spiritual connection that promotes healing you know yeah. so it's like i'm not in either one of those situations but I, I look at it standing on the outside and say, man, that's, it's so wild how two people are going through a very similar circumstance and their, their view on it and what they're using the situation to do is so different. Totally you know, yeah. it's like my, my uncle's using it as a platform to talk about God and gratitude and spirituality and all that. And the other person just shutting off. Well, those, those two situations highlight relationship with God, I think, what you were saying, too. I, I would assume where, you know, one can be in that situation and have a really positive outlook. I would assume relationship with God is probably much stronger, right? Because you know, there's the trust there. There's that fear is, even though fear is there, you know, trust is there, knowing that, hey, whatever this is, things, things are going to work out. Things are going to be okay versus maybe not relying on God as much, then it's much easier to be depressed, angry, upset, fearful, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think it all, it all stems back to the relationship with God. Well, and I mean, not even if it's a reliance, but the perspective on, you know, the thought of like, why me, God? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just off the bat. That kind of sets you up for, you know, is I was hearing a dude in church Sunday talk about his kid. He was eight. Um, I think he was eight. Something like yeah, and he lost. Uh, he died this weekend from cancer. Mm -hmm. And as a preacher, he even said he's like talking to the family that was there. I don't. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think that that those are questions that are really going to have a beneficial, you know, outcome to them because I don't know that anybody can understand why. You right. Know? What What we know is is can God's love show up? amidst the the human heartache mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's the I, I think that's a piece at the end of the day for me anyway put it all all the positive thing and all that's you know it's all involved but at the end of the day do, does my action my behavior and the way i show up reflect that of of god's heart you know what i mean yeah. as best as i can do you know that why keeps it at least myself i feel like everybody keeps everybody so sick too yeah, especially when it comes to God, because if you start asking why, at least in my life, God hasn't been too interested in answering the why questions, you know, right. more the, you know, the what's yeah. and this is what this is going to be used for and those types of things. Well, then why not me? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and the why not? is selfish too. It's it's a very, it's a per, it's a very selfish outlook typically on something. You know, you can find like horror, like all kinds of tragic things happen to humans all the time i mean i'm i'm no different you know what i mean right. like why not me why why would i get a get out of tragedy free card unlike everybody else you know yeah. the why can from my own personal story too because my whole family there's no addiction in my family there was just me i used to use it when i was telling my story if you look at my family tree there's all this stuff and then there's me sitting over there you right. know so yeah. for the longest time i'm like well why me you know, mm. why was it me? You know, why did my mom pass away? All, all these things that were just me, 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 me. Why me? Why me? Why me? And um, when I finally go through the grieving process and loss and looking through a bunch of stuff, when I finally let go of the why, it didn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, my thinking got a lot better. Right. The negative thinking, much more positive. 
And then I was actually able to look back and kind of see may or may not have been the exact reason why, but I can look back at those things and say, I'm kind of thankful for that stuff that happened because it got me where I'm at now, you know, and without it, I wouldn't be here. Now that might not be the reason why there may not be any reason specifically why, but I can look back and see the positive in those negative situations as to how they got me on this path, you know? Yeah. But the why kept me sick for a long time because I want to know why I'd say, well, I'll get, I'll do this God. When you tell me why this happened, right. you know, and he was never, he was never very interested, at least in my situation. So no, mine too. Why, you yeah, know? There's, for me, there's never a way out of the why because it always keeps me stuck. But for me, it's either that or, you know, why not me and what's the solution or like for some stuff, like the why, like I still can't come up with certain reasons for some of the losses that I've had. And even if I did have a reason, I don't think, I don't think it'd make me feel better about it, but it it's, I had to kind of get to some radical acceptance. Like there's just plenty of stuff in life that I don't have an answer for, but it just is what it is. Right. You know, so I had like, someone tell me too, they're like, and if he told you why it probably would make any sense, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't, we don't, we don't think the same. You know, and operate the same, obviously. And some stuff you'll never know why. And maybe you figure out in a year or 10 years or 30 or never, you know. But I for sure won't figure it out. <laughs> wondering why me. Well, if he did tell you, do you think that you could even carry the weight of the responsibility of why that was the case? Because if he told you, hey, this is why this loss happened, Right. Because 10 years from now, you're going to be in this position where you've got to do this, this, and this. You would do nothing but obsess about that next, oh, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, he's kind of doing us a favor by, you know, not, because yeah. I don't, I'm one of those people that I don't believe that nowhere in my spirituality or faith does it say that God won't allow bad things to happen. And it doesn't say that God causes them. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just they, they happen and you can look at it however you want to look at it. But for me, I'm looking at it as if there's good, there's got to be bad. And, and, you know, bad brains walks around the world and causes grief, conflict, hatred, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, and my entire job is no, no much no matter how much bad I face is like, how can I defend that with life? You know what I mean? How can I show up differently, be somebody different? despite the experience I'm having, you know. It's like C.S. Lewis talks about the only the only reason you know something is good is because you know what bad is. Too, right. right? The, only, the only way you know darkness is because or, or light is because you experience darkness, you know. I agree. My 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 relationship with God's the same way. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's causing it, but it's also lets things happen. And and it if you stop looking at well why did this happen versus all right, what am what am I supposed to learn from this? You know, or how can I use this in a positive, in a positive situation, which can be really difficult in like the situation with an eight year old, you know? Um, But I firmly believe some, something very positive will come from that, that they might not ever know. It probably is going to affect someone else in a very positive way. Yeah. I mean, it it could have been one of the other kids in his little, his small group that it impact, who knows, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't, you know, it's one of those things I don't, I don't begin to even have the the answers, the ability to console somebody or, or try to give words that make yeah. sense, you know. 
I agree. And for those things, it's just acceptance to me. I keep getting, I keep getting pulled back to the It lures shirt, in the I'm eyes, like, doesn't God. it? It's beautiful. It's like stings the eyes a little bit. It's good, though. It's amazing. It, it's kind of like a Frogger, the game Frogger. Yeah. You know how you see all the lines on the... You oh, kind of yes. Yeah. yeah. Where you jump from line yeah, to line. Those are yeah. like the... Yeah. You got such a weird brain. That you pull that reference out. I mean, I totally understood it once you said it. And I was like, it is like Roger. I mean, I was going to add to that, but I thought being recorded is probably not. Probably, yeah, probably stick with yeah. Roger. Yeah. Roger's sick. That's yeah. the podcast after dark. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Off air. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so yeah, no, I think that's a. I'm going to read, I'm going to check that a, book out. Yeah, it's it's great, man. I've been enjoying it. We're going. I'm going through Atomic Habits again, which is not which one. is not all about obviously the positive thinking, but it goes into going deeper. Like we've talked yeah. about the habits of you can change little habits, but if you don't change the underlying belief system that it's rooted in, then it's not going to be a habit. It's just going to be something you do for a short period of time and then fall back into old behaviors. Well, again, it's all a computer program that's been written. You know what I mean? Inside your brain, the way it functions, all that. You just got to go in and look at it as it's got a virus and I got to rewrite some programs. You know, and it's going to take time to implement, carry out. Look, I mean, I go in and out of the stuff all the time, you know, and, and don't even know it until something happens and you're like, oh, you know, I didn't even see that, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, so you, automatic. Well, you can go in and find certain things on the surface, like you said, that are there. But then certain, at least for me, certain ways, reasons I am the way I am, I don't know until situations happen, you know? Or I don't even know I struggle with this, or this is a problem until all of a sudden this happens with my kids, my wife, my job, yeah. my relationship with God, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. I'm like, right. <laughs> I might need yeah. to rewire that, you know? Yeah, I'm still figuring it out constantly. Oh, that's why. That's why I don't like these kind of situations. That's why I don't. Yeah. I've had uh, my kids do probably the best. I think my kids and my wife teach me the most out of all of that. Well, and the, and the crazy part, see, even just in this conversation, y'all go back to the oh, that's why I do that. Like to me, it's never been as important as like what am I going to do next? You know what I mean? Because me determining. Why I do what I do really has no, it really at the end of the day has, in my own experience, has little to do with me changing the way I behave, mm -hmm. right? I didn't need to know why I did, why I was a drug addict, why I did this, why I did that. I, you know, I didn't need to know that. What I needed to know is my current, because this happens to me all the time, Anna will point out something and I'm really not in any space of like doing something, like I'm going to be this way. And she'll say, hey, I, I don't understand why every time this comes up, you, you respond that way. And I, I, I literally said I didn't realize I was doing that. What What's a way I can respond that's not going to be hurtful? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or not going to create that. I don't need to understand why I respond. Well, just tell me the behavior that you can see that would be helpful to you instead of hurtful. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Because to me, I don't. Dude, you start opening some of those whys, you know what I mean? It's it, those trauma doors of, yeah. you know, why this happened. Some people don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, it's I was working with a guy the other day that was absolute 
there's no way I'm discussing the past. Like I'm not, not going there on that. So we had to stay focused on, well, Hey, the current behavior surrounding this is causing problems for dot, 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 dot. You know what I mean? So what it has to look like for you to change that is this. Despite, if you don't want to go back and find out why you're behaving that way, what I need you to look at is how you're going to act different moving forward. But do you think that ultimately, whatever that deep-rooted why is not whatever that deep rooted issue let's, is will eventually lead him back why. to why not Tom? to the beginning to the not necessarily because no. again you go back and you so explain then explain then the the when you go in and you look at like just for argument's sake somebody that has an experience where they connect with god and and every every behavior up into that point all their flaw all that start to just vanish yeah right so they never had to go back and figure out the whys and they continue on. You know, it's that spiritual experience that that leads to that transformation, like it mm-hmm. talks about. You know, we go on the spree, we, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go all the way. So the reality of it is I don't think that has to happen. I think people that obsess on trying to understand themselves in that regard, you know, because yeah. it here's, for me anyway, understanding myself versus knowing myself are two different things you know mm-hmm. so for me I, to understand myself would mean i need to go back and figure out my story up until this point mm-hmm. i don't always need to to do that to know who i am today yeah if that makes sense mm-hmm. that, that does sense. i just feel like you're against all wise i'm for some wise and, and that's it whatever blows your hair like, back then like you're a why hater right now i don't hate why <laughs> i'm just saying it's how productive is it you know for me sometimes i i think it is productive. but but what if just pose what if instead of going back and spending let's say five hours of your life to figure out the why you didn't have to figure it out and you just use the five hours to move forward and do something different so when I got when I got sober and I'm being told by a sponsor, a sponsor, I don't need you to ask me why. Just do what I'm telling you to do, and I'm okay. Bye, bye. Okay, do it. Yeah. And and then you start to realize, okay, this is the behavior that I'm supposed to have in this type of moment. Now I don't need to know why I want to lie so much, or you know, I don't need to go back and psychoanalyze that I'm terrified of what people think and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It just be honest. And, and that's what he would tell me. He's like, hey, I don't, I don't, you don't need to know why. Just practice the principle, you know? Right. So that's where, now again, like I said, everybody's got their own, you know, boat that they float. It's just, <laughs> no, no, I, I, agree. I agree with what you're saying. I just, I think there is some value and some wise for me. Well, then that would mean you don't necessarily agree with them saying. Well, if what you're saying is that's the 100% <laughs> truth, then I, it isn't. Is anything a hundred percent truth though? Well, we I would we say go. I would say no, and then we're back to I could say my earlier statement that you said I couldn't say. Well, I don't know what I said you couldn't say, but spiritually there are some hundred percent truths, at least for me. That's true. That's true. Big T truth. <laughs> yes, that's what I So this is like going in some weird Todd trap, right? No, now. I and I. I I won't say I agree because so I don't get the same comment, but I 
certain situations for me and my I own agree. personality. I can agree own, with you in my own way. My own, <laughs> my own relationship. There are certain things where I don't need to know the why, but I like to look at, okay, when did this start, right? Or what, uh, what caused yeah. me to start thinking this way? Or what caught, like a good example is what caused me to start viewing God as Let me ask you a question. or whatever it is, you know? So like you got a guy uh, playing baseball, he goes into a slump, right? Mm-hmm. How many times do you think he goes back and says, hmm, when did this start for me and why? Versus, coach, tell me, tell me what what move do I need to make to get out of this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way my brain looks at it is why, why go through that experience of trying to figure out when it happened, why it happened versus like God as the coach, just guide me. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me what behavior I need to have tomorrow to get get move forward from this you know what i mean you do the change and and i'll be i'll just put one foot in front of the other you know now is that that easy to do absolutely not yeah but it's a good example i'm just saying i'm still gonna have some wise i'm sure <laughs> and i'm gonna agree with todd and disagree with todd at the same time no matter what you, he says you two wires <laughs> Where's the two wires at? That's right. That's right. The why, okay. and also, let me be real controversial. The whys often are used by therapists to make more money. Oh. I'm just saying. All your therapist friends just. Uh, they, yeah. Hey, maybe so, but I'm just being <laughs> real. Whys keep you sick, like I said. Yeah, before. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is you, people on earth and why, man, not, you know, it's, let's look at the how. How do we move forward? I I do, and I do 100% agree that um, the wise can keep you sick. Everybody, you can do both. So we end it with why or why not.